Hey, Shalom, this is Eliyahu Yasharal, founder of JustTheWord.org, and I want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is designed for those seeking scriptural truth amidst the many, many teachings out there. You may get more teachings on JustTheWord.org. Now here's your host, Eliyahu Yasharal. Hey, Shalom. Today we are going to look at precept upon precept. What does this mean? And we are going to look at the powerful implications of its meaning. We are going to look at Isaiah 28 verses 9 to 13 and see exactly what the implications are of precept upon precept upon precept. You know, the Holy Scriptures are masterpieces that can only come from the Most High. When I hear people mocking the scriptures and saying, oh, it was written by man and it is this, I I just laugh because there is so much there, so much um, to be learned, so much information there that um, it's mind-boggling. And when you get the true understanding of it, it gets even more profound. Because when you get to understand that the scriptures were only written to one people, the children of Yasharal, the children of Israel, when you get that understanding, you get to see the real power of the scripture and what it is actually saying. Because everyone can selfishly take the scriptures and adopt it to their false religion. That's how powerful it is. It is written to one group of people, one nation of people, yet anyone can take it and make it their own own um, to say what they wanted to say and it is designed that way so that those who want to be deceived will be deceived as he said in second thessalonians 2 9 to about 12 when it tells us about the strong delusion that he will make you believe a lie if you will not believe his truth and he showed us two things in scripture that are truths and that is the torah the law and the Messiah. So if you follow a false Messiah, you are not going to see the truth. If you reject the Torah, the law, you are not going to see the truth. If you are not reading scripture as a child of Israel, you are not going to see the truth. All right? And that is going to be emphasized today and was emphasized in the previous podcast that we did entitled The God of This World or The God of Israel. So, The Most High addressed only one nation of people in his word and that was the children of Israel. And he told us that only one people can understand his word. So he gave his word but he said only one people can understand it. Psalms 147 verses 19 to 20. He showed his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye Yahuwah. What he's saying there, he showed his word unto Jacob only, the children of Israel only. His statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye Yahuwah. And if we go to Isaiah forty seventeen, and where it tells us that the nations to him are as nothing. And they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. So it is Israel who he values and Israel who he gives his understanding. 
So all interpretations are void until the eyes of the children of Israel are opened because it was prophesied in the end that the children of Israel will be in bondage. And it is for that reason that Isaiah 28 verses 9 to 13 was written to show the children of Israel how they can get out of their slumber, how they can now get to understand the word. Because these people were cursed to worship gods which their fathers never knew in a land that is not theirs. That's Deuteronomy 28. Scripture also told us how the eyes of the Israelites will be opened in the end so they will understand the writings in their scripture that was in the hands of the Gentiles. Blindness in part has happened to Israel. Alright? And that is what we look at today. How do we know the truth of scripture? How do we ensure we are not just another group claiming to have truth, yet still teaching confusion? How do we know that we are not adding to the 40 odd thousand um, Christian denominations who all are claiming to have the truth? Precept must be upon precept, line upon line. And this is the formula the recipe that the Most High gave us in order to extract his truth. So, let us look at precept. And a precept is a general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought. In other words, it is an authoritative command in scripture. So, let's go to the verses. Isaiah, or Yeshayahu 28 verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. So he's asking, who will he teach knowledge and whom shall he make to understand his word? And it says, them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Because if you are digesting scripture one verse at a time or two verses at a time, then that means you are on milk. You cannot understand his word to the fullest if you are on milk. But it tells us now those who are drawn from the breast in verse 10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Okay, so precept must be on precept. One line upon another line upon another line, here a little, a little from here and a little from there. Because the scriptures are not written like a textbook like a storybook. It is not written serially. So you start from Genesis and go down straight to Revelation and everything is in order. No, the book is written as a puzzle. It is written in order that if the Holy Spirit is not given for us to understand it, then we will not understand it. The Most High has to give us the permission and the ability to understand it. Because the words, the truth, is scattered throughout the scriptures. You might have something in Genesis, and then it matches with something in Ephesians. Something in Psalms, that matches with something in Matthew. That's how it is written. So when you go from one to the other and make the matchup, then you get the truth. That is what it means, precept upon precept upon precept, line upon line upon line, etc. Alright? So let's go to verse 11. After it says precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. It tells us in verse 11 that with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak with his people. 
So this here now is very important because when you ask the Pentecostals, the, the, the Christians, the de- denominations, they are so in, in, in so much ignorance that sometimes it might be, it is sad, but it is also amusing at some of the, uh, of the interpretations that they give scripture. Because with stammering lips, when I was in Pentecostal, they thought that the stammering lips was mama, 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 when they were talking there, so-called, in so-called tongues. Yes? But, precept upon precept, we have to be um, scholars of the word and we have to study the word. Because the stammering lips, stammering there, comes from the Hebrew, laeg, which means a buffoon, also a foreigner. Alright? So it has nothing to do with the mama mama ma stammering, literal stammering lips. Alright? <laughs> nothing to do with that. Because we're going to see why we were tricked in that when we continue the sentence. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. So that tongue now comes from the Hebrew lashan, which means used literally as the instrument of licking, eating, eating or speech and figuratively speech. Alright? So it is actually speaking of speech, of language. So, if we go back into it and input the meaning, for with a foolish foreigner who speaks another language will he speak to this people. That's what it means. With a foolish foreigner who speaks another language will he speak to this people. And so let us put what we are saying into action. We'll use precepts now to explain this verse and to show that what we are speaking about is truth. So this is how you get truth. You don't get truth as they do in Christianity. When I was in the church, the Pentecostal church, they might start the, the um, what you call it, the sermon. The pastor goes up and he reads a verse and then he closes the book. And that's it for verses. He starts speaking and speaking and speaking and Noise and excitement and all sorts of antics for the whole entire time. No, that's not how you, you prove truth or prove a verse. You use precept, alright? So, as we said with the meaning, it means with a foolish foreigner who speaks another language will he speak to his people. And so, to prove that, we will prove a foolish foreigner first. We go to Deuteronomy 28 verse 49. Now we'll, we will prove both foreigner and language using Deuteronomy 28:49 because the children of Israel are in captivity in a strange land that is not their own. Okay? Deuteronomy 28:49. Yahuwah shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue... Our language thou shalt not understand. So right there we have the confirmation using the precept. Yes? A nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. And in verse 8, 28 verse 11 it says, With a foolish foreigner who speaks another language will he speak to this people. In other words, he's saying that this people will be in captivity speaking a language that is not the original Hebrew that the scripture was written in. So it will be difficult for them to truly understand the scripture. And the only way to understand it is by matching precept upon precept. Because the language in which it is written, the foolish language, the language of the foolish foreigner in which it is written, is going to hide the meaning. 
So to get the true meaning, we have to use precept as we did here today. Alright? And um, verse 50 tells us that it is a nation of fierce countenance which shall not regard the person of the old nor show favor to the young. And of course, I am using this verse to show that this was our time in slavery. The nation was fierce among whom we were in captivity. The nation was fierce. They did not regard the person of the old nor show favor unto the young. They treated the slaves as if they were animals. Yes? In verse Isaiah 28 verse 12, let us continue. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. So, what does he mean by, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. This is speaking about him instructing his people, and his people rebelling against him. So this is why now we are in captivity, and now need precept upon precept in order to understand his word. And we match that with a precept in Isaiah 1 verses 2 to 4. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for Yahuwah hath spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. So this is the rebellion. This is the part where they are not hearing. And let's see what happens when they do not hear. Verse 3. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib, but Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. So there we have it, his people do not consider, because they would not hear. Verse 4, Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken Yahuwah, they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they are gone away backward. And we're going to see that backward again very soon. They are gone away backward because they did not obey. They did not hear the Most High. So he sent them into captivity. So precepts are what are going to take us out of this not knowing and not understanding. That is what it means in Isaiah 28 verses 9 to 13. And let's go to verse 13. But the word of Yahuwah was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. So he made the scriptures precept upon precept so that in our captivity we would be snared, broken and taken and fall backward. So what did they teach us in the Religion in which we were in bondage in Christianity. They didn't teach us about precept upon precept. They taught us one-liners. For God so loved the world. One-liners. Yes, no precept to match. They just give a verse and tell what they believe in that verse. And they hold on to that verse. And then another pastor comes and he has another definition and he holds on to that word. Confusion. Babel. If you are not using precept upon precept, you are not going to understand it. Yes? And that is why Christianity is a religion of 40,000 denominations. Confusion. Because they did not understand precept upon precept and so they fell backward, were broken, snared and taken in a false religion. But now, using precept upon precept, the truth comes out and the Bible reads very differently. That is why 
the Hebrew Israelites are, are such a people look on them with such disdain. Oh, they are, they are teaching false this and they are teaching the Hebrew Israelites have used precept upon precept to bring out much more truth than you can find in Christianity. And I have been a witness to this when I was in churchianity. I used precepts but was held in ignorance by thinking Yahuwah is the Alwahim of everybody, or God as they say of everybody. When I got the understanding that he's the Alwahim of Israel and started using precepts um, to figure out whether he was the Alwahim of Israel, I was shocked to find out that the scripture is only addressed to the children of Israel. Then everything changed and I finally got the understanding of the scripture. So, let me give you examples. Examples of precept upon precept. When I saw saints in the New Testament, I thought it meant everyone. That was what I believed when I was in churchianity. Because in churchianity, that's what you are taught. You are taught that God or Yahweh or Jehovah is the God of everybody, of the world. So you thought that everywhere you see saints, then it means everyone who believes in the Messiah. But when you use precept, you get to realize that the saints are only of the children of Israel. Sounds strange? Revelation 14.12 Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Yahuwah and the faith of Yahusha. So when I saw that, I thought that, oh, everyone who keeps the commandment, that's who they are. But then I found this precept. Psalms 148 verse 14. He also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise ye Yahuwah. Right away, that is telling us that his saints are from the children of Israel. Only from the children of Israel, the praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel. Another one, his elect. When I saw elect in the New Testament, of course, like everyone else, you think the elect are those who believe in the Messiah. Yes? Yeah, that's the elect. But when you use precept, you get to realize that the elect are also only Israelites. So when you see 1 Peter 1 verse 2, Elect according to the foreknowledge of Yahuwah the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Yahusha Mashiach, grace or favor unto you, and peace be multiplied. So when I saw that, you would think that is elective is everybody. But then when you go to the precept in Isaiah 45 verse 4, For Jacob my servant's sake, and Israel mine elect. I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. So right away, the elect there is Israel. Israel, mine elect. Another one, when I saw his chosen in the New Testament, when I see chosen, you think about everyone. He chooses um, people from every nation, right? For example, in Ephesians 1 verse 4, According as he hath chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That verse is very significant because we should be holy is referring to saints. And we know only the Israelites, as we just said, can be holy. But it's even more profound than that. According as he hath chosen us, who has he chosen? 
Precept in Isaiah 41 verse 8. But thou Israel art my servant, Jacob whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham my friend. Right away there, Jacob, Israel is his chosen. Isaiah 44 verse 1, precept upon precept. Yet now hear, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel whom I have chosen. Again, Israel is his chosen. So when we see that in Ephesians, I thought that it was written, Ephesians was written to everybody. But Ephesians is actually written, the book of Ephesians is actually written to the Israelites who are scattered in Ephesus. As we are going to show you in 1 Peter 1 verse 1 where it tells us that Peter, an apostle of Yahushua Mashiach, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia. The book of 1 Peter was written to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius. And these strangers were referring to Israelites who are scattered through these cities including Galatia. So the book of Galatians is written to the people who are scattered in Galatia. Likewise the book of Ephesians written to the Israelites, the strangers who, are, who, have been, who had been scattered. Just as the book of James verse 1 it says... James or Jacob, a servant of Yahuwah and of the master Yahusha Mashiach to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. Again, the book of James is, is written to the twelve tribes scattered abroad who are strangers in these lands. Likewise, the book of Ephesians is written to the Israelites, the twelve tribes who are scattered in Ephesus. This is how precepts prove the truth. Yes? Romans 11, 2. Yahuwah hath not cast away his people which he foreknew. So we're going back now to Ephesians 1, 4. Because we're going to show that it is written most definitely to the Israelites. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That's Ephesians 1, verse 4. Who did he choose? We just showed that he chose Israel. But the before the foundation of the world is very indicative as well. And for that precept we go to Romans 11 verse 2. You see how we get the understanding moving from one to the other precept upon precept. Because there is only one nation or group of people that he showed that he foreknew in the scripture. Only one. Romans 11 verse 2. Yahuwah hath not cast away his people which he foreknew. What he not what the scripture said of Elias, how he made in, intercession to Yahuwah against Israel, saying, and it continues. But that shows the people which he foreknew were the Israelites. So in Ephesians 1, when it says, According as he hath chosen, hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, those chosen before the foundation of the world were those who he foreknew, which were the children of Israel. That is just a small sketch. Alright? Of what precepts do to bring out the truth. Line upon line upon line, here a little, there a little, you cannot defeat precepts because that is how you show who is eating meat. That is how you show those who have been weaned from the milk. That is how he has shown Israel in their captivity, how to come out of their captivity, how to come out of their blindness rather, how to open up their eyes and see by matching precept upon precept when they are in exile in a strange land among a strange language. 
precept upon precept upon precept, all right? So this is how you figure out the truth of scripture. Precept must be upon precept, line upon line, all right? It's not taking a one verse and giving your opinion, as most do in Christendom. That is not it. You have to be matching, matching. And when you get the matches, yes, then you smile because you know, yes, you have the truth and the understanding. Because, as it says in Psalm 147, verses 19 to 20, He showeth his words unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye, Yahuwah. Yahuwah has given us, the children of Israel, the, the understanding of his word, and he does it through precept upon precept upon precept. All right? Thanks for listening. I hope this has edified you. And now those who have not been using precept upon precept will now start doing so and let the truth of Scripture come out as it was intended as the children of Israel are now being brought out of bondage. The children of Israel are now being brought out of their blindness. The eyes of the whole house of Israel are now being opened up. The dry bones of the whole house of Israel are now coming together and putting on flesh and the spirit will be breathed in you. Precept upon precept upon precept. Line upon line upon line. Here a little. There a little. Shalom. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Just a Word Radio. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. If you feel so inclined, please leave a comment and or a review. We would greatly appreciate it. You may get more detailed teachings on justaword.org. Shalom.